Greetings, I'm Brent Adams, and this is the Drive Home Breakdown. Almost. Uh, What you're actually going to be listening to right now is a pre-show. It's a concept that we've talked about doing for a while. As you can probably surmise, in addition to having an hour-long car ride back from the theater, we have an hour-long car ride to the theater. And, of course, we do a lot of talking on the way up there. And a lot of it involves movies, catching up on uh, things that we've been watching recently, stuff on Netflix or maybe catching up on trailers, that kind of thing. And uh, we've actually recorded several of these but we've never released any because we've often used uh, we've often used the the ride up as a test bed to experiment with different things. We've we've tried recording with close mics and lav mics and you know those kinds of things. And uh, frankly, we've not really been we've never really been happy enough with the way that some of those recordings have turned out to release them. But uh, this time I said, you know what, let's just record the way that we normally do and let's just talk about some stuff because, man, there's some stuff to talk about. We've got a couple of big trailers that have come out recently. Of course, uh, Star Wars, uh, Terminator Genesis, Jurassic Park also. Uh, we've talked a little bit about that. but uh, And then there's also some James Bond 24, uh, James Bond Spectre, as it's officially known now. There's some news uh, there to talk about. So uh, we were just discussing those things in the drive up, and uh, and, and I went ahead and uh, set up the recorder. And uh, so we have that for you. We thought you might be interested in listening to uh, just a little bit of movie talk, not specific to, uh, to anything, but uh, just the stuff that we were interested in on the day going up to the theater. And then, of course, following this will be a new breakdown episode on Interstellar, which is the movie we were going to see. So anyway, give it a listen, let us know what you think, and be on the lookout for Drive Home Breakdown 17, Interstellar, which will be coming soon. I like the idea of our pre-show shows. We've just always kind of used them as experimental test beds and stuff in the past. I'm kind of disappointed that our our Age of Ultron slash DC sucks a big fat donkey. Uh, never made it. Did we not? Re- did we not release it? Nah, I mean, I just. Or did we even record that one? We recorded that one with those uh, those uh, giant squid lav mics. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. The, I mean, you know, the quality, while while good, um, wasn't quite perfect. Yeah, it wasn't quite where we wanted to get to. Although they worked great in the commentary for Alien. And did you by any chance see the the uh, Terminator trailer? I did. I watched it uh, as I was brushing my teeth Which before thing? I came here. Honestly, I really liked the premise. I kind of did too. It had a very Terminator one two vibe. Like yeah. it felt more. It, it did feel like, like a mashup the, of those two. Well, and it felt more like the originals than like some of the more re, like like you know, Salvation and you know some of that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not not to say like that, you know, but it just it did have a different. Those feel didn't feel like Terminator films so much. Well, they just they felt different. It, yeah. it felt like you know they were really trying to change it. Whereas this does feel to me like. Coming from the same world, if you will. Yeah, I, I agree. It, I mean, it, it feels like a. It feels uh, ironically like a. Uh, it, it feels like the movie that that I wanted Salvation to be. Yeah. Um, I, it, it almost felt like a reboot. Like well, I mean, some that, of the that, shots that, that, were that's like it, exactly. But I've always said I described this to Ben Zions years ago. I've always said that Terminator is one of the few franchises that has this unique opportunity to do like a sequel and a reboot at the exact same time. Yeah. 
and um, almost a little like Star Trek, you know, like in that sense. I mean, like like yeah. what's not not saying Star Trek should maybe do that, you know, but well, but that's Star what Trek they did. Has done that. Yeah, that's what yeah. they did. I mean, they essentially said like you know, look, new 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 offshoot. This isn't you know different from the other worlds. Just a different timeline than the other one. And yeah. this is and you know essentially where in and in the <clears> different <throat> timeline you have different actors play the parts. That's exactly that's not exactly me. what you do. Younger, hipper, sexier, younger, actors, hipper, sexier, except for Arnold. With um, the, the about the only the thing notable I will, exception of Arnold. The only thing I will say, I love like that first shot where he's like, "We took care of him," and he like pulls the uh, hoodie off, you know, whatever. I thought that's pretty cool. But then later when you see him with like the kind of longish gray hair, yeah, that that was that was just a little stark. I was like, "What? Like, no, just, what? Just get my buzz cut again or whatever with the uh, with gray with hair." Um, okay, so just like first impressions of the trailer. Okay, like and, and again going back to. This whole idea that I talked about with Ben Zayas years ago. I was like, you know, what you do is, like, you make this movie that's all about, like, the future of war. You know, like, we get glimpses of it in, you know, a couple of the movies and everything. Yeah, yeah. But you do this whole movie that's just about the future of war. And it's it's predominantly about the friendship between uh, uh, between Connor and, uh, and, and Reese. And, uh, and, you know, like, the movie would end with them finding the time displacement lab discovering the Terminator's already gone through and you know Reese uh, volunteering for the mission and Connor you know maybe not spilling it to him like there at the end but you know like certainly Connor and we the audience know that you know this is about to fold into the first movie or whatever yeah yeah I was like but the thing is like from that point you you could pretty much go anywhere like you could reboot the series at that point if you wanted to and you go back to ancient Rome do anything you want. I mean, you could literally, I, you could literally. Part, do part of me almost does want them to just go like, but batshit crazy with it, and just yeah. do like you know, Terminator and you know, revolutionary France. <laughs> like the the guy who designed the chip was relative of like you know, fucking Leonardo da Vinci or something like that. And so they 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 keep going back and they can't that, kill that Italy, the line yes. off. Yes, Italy, that's a good point. I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't necessarily connecting those two. I was just saying, like you can do things saying, like though, that, like yeah. just do do like do something. Crazy. Something has to happen where they keep going back because that that is the one. The person who originally the one, had the idea for the Terminator was Genghis Khan. The the one the one key thing and about he called it his chasm about uh, Jesus. The one thing about uh, time traveling movies is they they always like have to go back and fix the thing just before the last thing. Well, that's, that's and so exactly if you right. keep going down that line, you're gonna be in like you know the. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's an opportunity. Well, okay, but here's the here's the danger you run into though. And I was thinking about that in in this trailer actually. I was like waiting for like the moment where they show and a special cameo by Christopher Lloyd, and they just show Christopher Lloyd standing in front of a chalkboard that's got a line drawn across it, and then another line forking off of it. Because you hope, I mean, because they are describing the exact same uh, oh, yeah. the exact same scenario. Although hopefully modern audiences are sophisticated enough to not literally need a character to draw a diagram and you know, explain what the fuck is happening. You gotta give credit though. At that point, the, it, you know it, that no. was a pretty that was a pretty new con. I mean, not no, to say like nobody talked about time too. travel, but yes. it was it yes. was definitely like you know, like I mean something like the time machine is as, as great of a movie as that was. The old you know yeah yeah the, with the, yeah basis. like as, as awesome no. movie that they don't you know there are some sort of things that you just sort of have to accept for the story to go on they don't really yeah. talk too much about like the scientific piece of it which is that's the thing these days people really if you don't get that they they kind of are like okay look 
before yeah. I could even buy I into your... My I don't care how good this movie is. You need to give me at least some, you know, mumbo-jumbo scientific thing that sounds real before I'll even buy into it. But yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I, I'm not dissing, I'm not dissing Back to the Future 2. I think that they handled it as, <laughs> as, as, as well as, as they could. But hey, they still fucking drew a diagram <laughs> to explain a plot of that movie to their audience. And I'm just saying that is not well, the we ideal see. we should be shooting for. That, that is the measure of last resort. <laughs> On the other hand, though, they really pay that off when... You know they do when they go back, you know, into that fork, and it's it, it's an, a, a planet Earth ruled by Biff Tannen. Yeah. Which I'm like, dude, I'd fucking live there. That sounds awesome. <laughs> like that's exactly like that's exactly the timeline I'm trying to get. Like that's my retirement right there. Really, I want to retire to the planet Earth controlled by Biff Tannen. That, is, that, that surprises me. I'll, I'll, I'll have to admit that. It's like Las Vegas, but uh, but covering the entire planet. What's not to love? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, get back to the trailers for a second. I I, I thought it was good. I, I, I wasn't. I was a little afraid. You know, to be brutally honest, we've kind of been hit with a couple of you know pretty pretty big trailers here lately. You know, we see the one for Jurassic World. Yeah. We of course have the the, the drop, and we'll talk a little bit about it here in a second of Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. But and I got to be honest, and this will. I'm, I'm just going to sort of put something out there before we start talking about Star Wars, it having been a few days now, because it's been, what, four or four or five days since it's, it's been, been almost out, a week. Been yeah, almost it came out last Friday, didn't it? And um, i got to be honest, a- after kind of the initial, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god factor, yeah. I, I, I will say that there was less to for me to get excited about in the Star, tra- Star Wars trailer than... Frankly, the attention it gets. Now, I mean, granted, I understand the attention it gets. It's just because, because it's Star Wars. Oh my God, Wars. it's Star Wars! But you know, and, and not saying like people are saying. But like, as far as getting excited about the film, yeah, there there really wasn't yeah. a lot in there that I. That, that, it, and the same thing with Jurassic World. To be brutally honest, like it, it's. I agree. I'm 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 looking forward to it. You know, just to be brutally honest with you, I'm kind of sold on Chris Pratt now as anything. So, right, right. Um, it, I, I I really you know want to want to see that. Although you know, I got to be honest, not just. I'm not even dead sure that I have to see it in the theater, to be brutally honest with Jurassic World. Star, Star Wars, of course. Yeah. And I really do think that it is going to be good. I think Ruben is living out that, down that way somewhere now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In the river? Yes, he's in living van? in the river. Down by the river? No, no van. Oh, just okay. river. Um, but, it, but you know, i got to be honest. The, I was kind of built up to be, like, not too terribly, you know, like, ah... New Terminator movie, whatever. You know, we'll see. And actually, this one, I, I, it, it paid off a little more than I was I expecting. I was, I wasn't I expecting but I wasn't much. expecting much. Ex- exactly. Like That's what I was going to say. I was not expecting much. Yeah. And it and it delivered just a little bit above that. I mean, you know, it was yeah. kind of like, okay, hey, I actually cool. wouldn't mind seeing that. I agree. I, I think that, uh, okay, well, there's a couple of things that it hit on for me. Number one, like seeing that scene that they showed at the beginning of the trailer where Connor's given the, the rousing speech yeah. and they find the time displacement lab and you know Kyle's like let me go back and do this I was like man this, I mean because like literally it's like literally this was what was in my imagination yeah. like I'm seeing exactly what I had imagined yeah. a decade or more ago and here it is like oh my god this is amazing and then you know he goes back and I'll tell you the part of the trailer that like really really like kind of shook something loose for me mm-hmm. it it's not the obvious thing. It's not the shot where, like where he's in the alley and like the the LAPD cop car pulls up at the end of the alley. Mm-hmm. But like the following shot, 
where he's running through that store. He's running through like that yes. department store. The Dude, that is so and I funny. Was like, oh wow, that's it, that's it. That feels like Terminator. That was the one. That was actually, you know, you know I said that it felt like Terminator One and Two. The whole trailer felt like Terminator Two, except really that shot. Yeah, that shot felt exactly like that sort of, you know. The city is off, you know. Like he's the only thing around. He's rummaging through this, you know, yeah. closed uh, clothing store and you know stealing shit. Like it, it, it did, and and it felt very cool. That that was uh, that's a great call out. Yeah, that that really kind of got something for me. And then of course, you know, uh, you know, the cop comes in, and you're just like, wow. I mean, like this is like the scene, like right out of the first yeah. movie. And then all of a sudden, bang, with the Brink security truck and. Uh, and then you know we find out that you know that, that everything's different, and the idea that the idea that uh, you know that, that all the you know that this trip back to the past created a new timeline, and you know that everything has changed from what they thought, but they're unaware of it in the future. I mean, you know, honestly, like like the the science of it, you know, like, really, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think really, I don't think it really matters one way or another. It's we just, need a it's, chalkboard. It's, it's we do need a fucking chalkboard. Um, but that's uh, like, like just I don't know like from a dramatic standpoint like I buy into all that yeah, and yeah. seeing the seeing the T1000 again basically uh, and then of course uh, old Arnold and, and we do we do see uh, young Arnold uh, yeah yeah shot, looking looking far less plastic than he did in uh, Terminator Salvation I might add I don't know. I, I thought it still looked a little. No, 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 no. I watched Terminator Salvation Salvation recently. I, really? I, I'm telling you, like, I, I'm not saying it's going to look good in motion, but I'm just saying that like the still shot of the trailer looks better than where he's standing still in I, Salvation. I actually thought that looked kind of bad in the trailer, but you know, maybe, maybe. I didn't say it didn't look good. I just said it looked better. <laughs> it looked better. Okay. All right. Fair let's <laughs> let's be clear about what I'm what I'm doing here. But anyway, yeah, I, I got to tell you, man, that I. I I was really not all that interested in it. I was just yeah. like, okay, whatever. Another Terminator movie. You know, I had my day with that. Really honest, I whatever. almost didn't watch the trailer. <laughs> I, I, I was the same way. I was the same way. I was just kind of like, ah. And the, you were like, hey, have you watched it yet? I'm like, well, maybe I'll check it out. We can talk about it in the car. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad. And I what did. do you know? Here we are. It's, it's as if we I'm could see the future. Know. Maybe, maybe we mm. are term. Are we terminators? Are we terminators? Do we? have... Listen, if we were Terminators, we'd be naked, and that would make <laughs> we, this an entirely different We would look better topic. naked, frankly, if we were, <laughs> we were Terminators. Um, well, anyway, so so that was pretty cool. It, it kind of came, that came out a little bit of that we were talking about something else. I, I figure we're going to talk about Star Wars quite a bit, so I'll leave yeah. that to the last. But the other news, and what really, because I didn't even realize the new Terminator trailer was coming out today until you mentioned it when I was uh, talking to you this morning about the yeah, James the Bond, Bond announcement, press conference. which was kind of weird. I, I wasn't, like, planning on... Being up at you know six a.m. in the morning or whatever it was to to watch it six a.m. in the morning just happened to yeah <laughs> it's redundant a.m. in the morning anyway oh <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at you Tony keep talking the, um, <laughs> but the the, the anyway it just kind of happened upon it like you know it was just uh, goofing off on the internet and just came came across and so I decided to watch it um, did you read any of the news no I haven't I haven't had a chance to read anything. Do you, I mean, they, they didn't really like. No, no, no go ahead and tell me. That's fine. The uh, the the big thing that I saw, the thing that I thought, I didn't know you had, you had already sort of heard rumors about this, yeah. but was the announcement of um, Dave Batista. Dave Batista as Mr. Hinks, Mr. I believe Hinks. it is H I N X. Sweet. Um, and it definitely just it, Mr. Hink. It just it sounds like he's gonna have a bolo hat thrown at a motherfucker. I agree. I mean, maybe yeah. not literally, but that sort of. But damn vibe. close to that. Um, <laughs> he might just like kill gods or something like he does in, in his other you know in his, his other, other films. films that's right um, 
But uh, and then the other thing is, and I, I feel like an idiot because I can't remember his name right now. But the guy that um, that played Moriarty in uh, Sherlock, oh, the right, the, right, the right. Uh, Benedict the, Cumberbatch, the, uh, the young the young Moriarty, the young Moriarty, for the young Sherlock, yeah, BBC, uh, who I fucking love. Like I, I he, yeah. he plays this just beautifully, like. Really menacing, but but also really like quirky and almost you almost know disarming goofy. and charismatic. Yeah, very. Yeah, like it's it, it, it. He hits a lot of, of notes um, and plays just an amazing role in in that particular uh, series. I'm gonna stop and get something. Yeah. Um, the uh, but I, I really did. I thought uh, I thought that was a very very cool announcement. They announced it. Uh, somebody said like there there was a lot of talk apparently that he was gonna be driving a. Uh, like a Fiat 500 in this movie oh, or some, some what an you know, awful silliness. Idea. Hopefully that was misinformation well, placed by the production. I, th- I have a feeling he probably does, but it's probably like in that, you know, like in a, uh, a scene for like two seconds <laughs> right. where, where he like drives it down a mountain like they did oh, in fucking... Uh, like that, that's a car he steals in the middle of uh, of a foot chase to yes. drive through, uh, drive through he, a shop window. It's actually board. something where like, you know, he, he, he like... Is on the top of someone's Fiat 500, breaks the glass, and is like steering it yeah, outside. Exactly. I, I could, I could maybe fathom that. But anyway, they they showed his official sort of car, and you know they they were it was pretty cool because they were making kind of a big deal about you know the uh, what is it like 50 years of collaboration with uh, with Aston, Aston Martin, yeah, showing the DB10, Sweet. and they actually kind of said that like they played it off as like we developed it with Aston Martin, which I. I have a feeling Aston Martin probably had say, a, a predominant role. In- I had a feeling that you guys might have picked the uh, might have picked the wheels, might Maybe have the color, the paint scheme. <laughs> I have a feeling that Aston Martin did everything else. Uh, pause for pause break. for food. So, what were the other big headlines at the uh, Bond press conference? Um, really, that was about. There was there was one or two other actors that, that, that I had never heard or seen before that they uh, were were apparently. Announcements from this, like that nobody knew before today. Um, of course, they kind of point out, or, or not point out, but brought up that you know Ray Fines. This is going to be his first sort of SM. official, you know, full role as M. Which uh, I, you know, I'm down for. I thought, uh, yeah, I think that's cool. And you know, I had I had no problem with with Judy Dench. As a matter of fact, I thought she did a fine job. But she has been doing it for a while now. I mean, you yeah. know, through through two Bonds. Um, since what ninety four when that when Goldeneye was yeah. and it is kind of interesting. I'm not going to use the word strange, but of all of the things to carry over from the previous Bond films, her playing M, like I was never quite sure how to take that. Like I was never quite sure how to how to take that in terms of like a continuity or you yeah. know, something like that. But um, you know, I mean, I, I almost sort of thought that they were going a little bit for the you know because I mean. M was played by the same, you know, actor for many years. I mean, well, and through many bonds. Like, yeah. I mean, through you know, for for the still yet the largest portion of the series is term, term the and number Q of and movies. Money were the only they, they were they were the only uh, corner pins of the series. A- exactly. But you know, they changed they changed a few things in in uh, you know w- during the uh, Brosnan years, and they changed changed a few more in the the Daniel you know, Craig years. But it was kind of interesting that you know that. She sort of stayed around. Of course, I thought it was a you know it's a pretty good payoff. Like I mean, it was. I agree. Um, so anyway, uh, interesting to see that they didn't really they they, they did announce the name. Of course, it's Spectre. Okay. The name of the movie is gonna be called Spectre. Cool. Um, and, That's a throwback. Yeah, and everybody is sort of you know assuming that this is going to be the same Spectre that we know. Of course, you know who knows the world it could be a domination 
organization. Yeah, they had the actual acronym, and it was pretty silly. I can't remember what it was. But, uh, <laughs> but um, hopefully, Spectre is a code name for something. Yes. Yeah. They they did mention like the uh, the guy that played uh, the new Q, the young hip, but not so hip, the hipster, yeah, the, the new the, hipster, the, the young, Q. the young hip, the, the young hip. Nobody can hack me. Oh shit! I just got hacked, guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, the hacker. But yeah, so they, they didn't really bring out uh, too awful much. They showed like the the logo for the film, which almost kind of looked like the, it was like a bullet hole in glass, but it almost like the way the crash went, almost looked like a spider. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It was a it was it was a cool little announcement. They didn't really show a whole lot. The biggest news of it was just the announcement of uh, fucking Dave Bautista being being in it as I, what I what I can only imagine is is uh, you know George. badass henchman you know role. So that that will. They're trying to invoke Jaws. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, I'm I'm totally down for that. It's also interesting that Dave Bautista is the biggest announcement. Like, well, they even said, and I'm sorry, I mean, could real quick. Guardians. That's what they announced. Like when the guy was announcing it, the uh, producer or whatever, director, or whatever, uh, he was, you know, introducing everyone walking in on stage when he's making the announcement, and he says off of like a a block, like he was the only one that really got sort of like a. I don't know, like a real introduction. Everybody like everybody else, else was, like was just kind of like, well, everybody else was just kind of like, you know, and from, you know, BBC Sherlock, da 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 da. And then it's like, now, and off of the fucking out of nowhere blockbuster, you know, performance of uh, this past year, maybe it could have been a little bit because I don't know that his name is uh, as well known. Sure, and and sure. because of that, it's kind of like, you know, the, the, the reason you might find this guy familiar is because you've probably seen this huge Guardians. Movie. And also, yeah. I mean, particularly in the UK, I mean, I think... I have no idea... I have no idea what the... What the kind of, like, the, the I, wrestling world... I actually like, how, how that works kind of outside the States. I think it's actually fairly... Fairly big. The American wrestling oh. uh, is, is fair. I mean, it, it's it, so disappointing. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've never, I've never understood wrestling, but let's not. That's the whole. I understood wrestling when I was like ten. You know, I didn't even then. I don't know what it was. I, I always found it. I don't know. Like, depending on the. Uh, what's this? Is that so a any takes on the term? I think he's gonna say. Oh, sorry. Oh wow. Look like he said the Terminator trailer. So. We're, we're officially doing a live tweeting event now. <laughs> so, uh, Christoph uh, Fatui, is that how you pronounce it? Um, I think it's close. Is, uh, and, and I think he may have been one of the other one of the people that suggested we see the movie we're going to see today. Uh, anyway, one of, along yes. with, uh, I think, several, uh, people. Uh, several people. So, any takes on this? Yeah, it's the Terminator trailer. So, yes, see earlier in this thing you're listening to now. <laughs> That's right. If you That's, just jumped into this, like, if you jumped into the middle of the pre-show, we, we talked about it we earlier. We did talk about that already. Keep, keep up. Can you Good. not keep up live-tweeting us things <laughs> that you haven't heard yet? Um, this is like the pre-tape show calling show. This is the, the pre-tape calling <laughs> If you've not ever fucking seen the Mr. Show pre-taped call-in call show, on YouTube. stop. I don't care if you listen to the rest of our show. Go to YouTube and pull up Mr. Show pre-taped call-in show. And it's one of the most. It's it's one of the cleverest sketches that's ever been. It actually might be one of the best thought out like time manipulation things ever, and it's right. like for a silly, you know, or for a hilarious but yet silly bit on a. I really uh, think the problem is the cat. No, I guarantee you, the problem was with your mother, because <laughs> that's, that's what this week's show is about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If, we ought to start doing, like, a recommended uh, viewing 
You know, oh, they, and, and I officially nominate every episode, every episode of Mister Show ever. Um, all right, so before we get, you know, because I want to give enough time okay. to, to talk about it, um, what did you think of the Fifty Shades of Grey trailer? Oh man, it was so boss. <laughs> no, it's just. No, I seriously, I watched it and I was like, thank God Charlie Hoonan dropped out of this. Oh, really? I, to be honest, I had to I was asking you the other day because, like, I I not genuinely don't, I'm not really familiar with what it was, but uh, I still need to probably watch the trailer just for shits and giggles. But anyway, the one I was really jokingly uh, going to go to is, of course, Star Wars The, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. What, um, what did you think? Well, it's weird. Um, because <clears throat> when I first watched it, or excuse me, when I first sat down and played it, I took like maybe 20 or 30 seconds before I actually hit the play button, and I just kind of sat there and like... Pre- mentally prepared. Yeah, it like really did, and just was kind of thinking to myself, what am I going to see? You know, remember the, the remember the way you felt the first time you saw The Phantom Menace? Yeah. I should have probably just run that light. <laughs> okay, just Anti like brakes, good, good. Yeah, feature. brakes work great, don't they? But anyway, <clears throat> to answer your question, that first moment where you see the desert of Tatooine, or what we presume is Tatooine, yeah. But that first moment where you see all those sand dunes, I, I was just sitting there, kind of thinking, this is good, like. Bring it back to something familiar, you know, like like ground it in. I mean, because my abiding memory of Star Wars, like, like the first memory that you know that I really had. Everybody talks about the you know the the, the giant ships you coming over the screen, Star Destroyer, and everything. But like when I think of the first Star Wars movie, Tatooine's the first thing I think of. Yeah, and so it's it's such a it, it's such a lengthy and and it really is the bulk of what of the first. You know, yeah, the, the first, first big bulk of, of, of Star Wars you ever see is on Tatooine. Even right. though you know the very very first scenes you might not see, but I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it's like the second thing on screen practically. Right. And so, seeing Tatooine, I was kind of like, oh, this is a cool idea. Like you know, grounded, grounded in something familiar. And then there's that bonk. exclamation point, bonk, bonk, where dude wearing the, the stormtrooper armor stands up, and. It's such a great juxtaposition. Like, like immediately, I was kind of like, "Oh wow!" Because number one, you're seeing a guy wearing fucking storm, stormtrooper. A, a, a second, a second, very iconic yeah. thing about the series. But you but know, it's, it's just it's this young black guy, and you're like, well, "Wait a second! I thought like all the stormtroopers were you know Jango Fett clones. Who the hell is it? You know? Yeah. What does he? Do? And like you get about that far into the question, and and then boom, we're on to like the next thing, and. And also, like, it, it, uh, just just the tone it sets. It's like, you kind of have this slightly, you know, kind of peaceful, ominous because of the voice, which is apparently Andy Serkis. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people thought it was Benedict Cumberbatch, you know. Uh, I just thought it might have been that other British guy that was rumored to be playing a bag. I think his name's like Adam Driver, Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, it, you know, it's still good because I don't know that they've officially come well, out since Well, well Cir- Circus has... Oh, has he said? Oh, he, okay. he himself personally has claimed, "Yeah, it's me." Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't hadn't heard that. Yeah. But anyway, like it, it's still it sort of sets that ominous tone, but you're really not totally sure what you're gonna see. And then that that you know that big horn beat comes up, and you know, he stands up, and he's he's pouring sweat, and he like turns real quickly, and he's like panicked. I mean, you can 
it just goes from yeah, you're just like, what the hell's going on here? Serene to panicked in like a moment. Yeah, um, sets a real good tone. And so, you know, then we just get like a bunch of like quick flashes. And the thing that I was thinking of is like, it's Star Wars, but like from a completely different angle. You know. Which, in a sense, is, is exactly what it, what it is. Yeah. But, um, you know, we see, like, we see those quick flashes of the stormtroopers in that transport. And, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, fucking stormtroopers. We've seen stormtroopers. But we've never seen stormtroopers with, like, J.J. Abrams' shaky cam. Yeah. We've never seen stormtroopers. You know, you can see, like, like the readouts on their blasters. And, and, you know, like, I don't know, you know, like, what we're looking at. But, you know, like, the number of, like, you know, charges, you know. Yeah, yeah. Left in, uh, left in the blaster. But, you know, you're seeing, like, you're just seeing, like, like shit you've seen. Stormtrooper blaster. I've seen yeah. it a thousand times. And yet it's a little bit different. Exactly. The Stormtrooper it, helmets, a little bit different. It, it feels a little, you know, just, you, you, it feels more, uh, it, um, not intense, but like uh, you're closer to it. You're just closer to that yeah. intimate, intimate is what I was trying to think. Like that's exactly right. You're, you're, that's you're exactly right. right. The, um, you're right up close because Abrams tends to sh- he tends to shoot with longer lenses. And frankly, it's kind of the first time in a way that you sort of see like, or at least that I can think of. Uh, other than, I mean, you could I, I sort of try to forget the you know the prequels as, as much as I can. Not 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 that they're complete nutter crap, but darn near close. They're to it. they're complete nutter crap. The uh, but like this is kind of the first time you know, comparing to, to the original trilogy. Of like stormtroopers like landing and, and making like an assault sort of thing, or at least or or well, or we've always seen that from like the, like the heroes. Perspective. It's already done. Or well, something. that's the thing. Like, like you know, anytime that happens, it's like the heroes are in the middle of a firefight, and suddenly there's stormtroopers pouring in. But we're like we're in the shuttle with the stormtroopers. Well, it's like why would like like why is that happening? Why like, would we seeing it from this? Why are we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why are we kind of seeing this moment from the perspective of the stormtroopers? Well, it and also, that's that's interesting. It's also just very subtle, but for whatever reason, it just. It it already feels like the stormtroopers are a more viable threat. Like, let's be honest. I agree. They're cannon fodder. Oh yeah. In 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 the original series, it's now, a, it's now a joke. Only for, Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Yeah, it, but, it, but <laughs> it's, it's played for a, a you know a good effect in the series. But I will say that it is kind of like, especially if you want to have a you know frankly a, a more current movie, a movie that you know works more in our current environment. I, they have to be a more of a threat for it to be believable. I agree, and you can just tell in that the way it's shot. It just it feels more. It feels more real. It feels more um, substantial than it has before. I agree with that, and um, I'm trying to think of any other kind of standout. Oh, oh another standout show, moment is the X-wing skimming the water with the split wing sort of design. You know, it's not like instead of it just opening like as an X, it's they're like separated slightly. You yeah. know, that's in the center. I thought that was kind of a neat little just a tweak to make them look just slightly updated, but not uh, you know, not not for not completely foreign. You know? Right, right. It looks like a, d- a design that's been through revision. Yeah, and you notice they've got like the they've got the white and blue paint scheme that presumably the Republic would would have. Yeah. Um, and they're a little more aerodynamic, and uh, but I will I will admit, like, wow, like we're seeing X wings like in atmosphere, you know, like, yeah. like near the surface. And I mean, We'd, the only thing that we really got close to that is like you know, like where the X wings like you know, you know, leaving leaving Hoth or leaving yeah, Tatooine, yeah, exactly. or yeah, you know, I mean, Bespin. I mean, if you can call that an atmosphere, but you know, no, but you're, you're exactly right. it's the it's the first time we see them in in, in battle or or, or in in a. In formation. Do, doing yeah, in formation on land and or well, I guess over technically land. over land. Yeah, because it was on the over the lake or whatever it was. But it, it was just like like that again. It was like that whole thing, like like familiar and yet not familiar at the same yeah. time. And um, 
and then I, I'm trying to think of like the other major moments. Oh, yeah, well, they had the scene little... with with the the female, uh, which we were, we're supposed to. Uh, I think, it's supposed to be Leia's daughter. I, we, yeah, Leia and Han's uh, daughter, I, I guess. Um, some people I know are, are either know this stuff better or are are just making uh, assumptions that, that they're 100 percent you know sure about or whatever. But I, I believe that is who it's supposed to be. Well, I've and stayed away that from little, I've stayed away from all like the I, uh, you know like the spoilerific stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there's people. Out, so I mean, you haven't heard about the end where? Yeah. If there's if there's people out there that, that have been reading that, they're probably they're probably farther up the chain than you and I. Yeah, exactly. But, which is but, fine. I don't. No, exactly. Like, especially for something like this. Like, I, I, I'm okay spoiling certain things for me, especially if it's something like um, that. I, maybe my interest level is not that high in. If I can spoil it a little bit and get my interest into it, that's one thing. Right. I mean, we're gonna see fucking Star Wars yeah. on day one. We'll be first in line, yes. like we always have been. That poor motherfucker. Um, that poor that sad always bastard. wants to be first in line is gonna be second in line once again. What what, what happens in the day that guy beats us? <laughs> I, I might, I might. It's the go, day. It's right. the day he dies. That's what happens. <laughs> it's the it's the day we get the baseball bats out of the truck. The um, but you know they, they and show then, her, and we change the name of the show to the drive home beatdown. <laughs> the uh, yeah, they show just a brief shot of her uh, on you know apparently like Tatooine again on like some yeah. sort of like you know it, it does look like maybe she's working on a farm, maybe she's tilling the air it's or something tractor. like that. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, to me, it's just like, you know, that, that's just, you know... Like and that's what, a tractor-ish. That's just a speeder or, kicking up yeah. fucking dust because that's what speeders do. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's just a detail that we've never, you know, we've never really had the, the wherewithal to throw it in. Looked, it looked before. very, it looked like a very industrial design, though, is what I thought was kind of neat. Like, it, yeah, it did not look it special like a tractor at all. Speeder. It looked, exactly, it looks like a fucking, you know, uh, the, the equivalent of a John Deere, but, you know, red or whatever in, 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 yeah. in space. There is an interesting. She's got this interesting uh, contraption. I, I, you know, I just I frame by frame through the trailer a few times, and in the first shot you see her, the kind of the close up shot, little, like gun or blast. Yeah, or something there, or there's something, and I'm trying to figure out if it's like a slug thrower. Is it supposed to be, you know, kind of like you know the, could the, be the like Tuscan rod or something like that? It could be. Yeah, the, the Tuscan Raiders. You know, they have you know kind of you know slug thrower rifles. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out if it was that, but anyway, the handle of it actually looks a little bit like Darth Maul's lightsaber. Really? It's really weird. Like, like the part that's closest to her, it's kind of like it, it's kind of got like that overall shape. Yeah. Although it's a little bit shorter. But uh, I was just looking at that and kind of kind of musing, like, well, is that just you know? It's just, it's, that's just it's how gone. the design ended up. Or, and, it, you know. and it is gone when she sort of like blasts off. Which yeah, so those are obviously pe- two different scenes. Yeah, people I love online are just like, continuity errors already. I'm like, look, who, who's to say that those things don't happen five minutes apart in the that's film? A, that's exactly, you know? I mean, it's, it's, that's exactly it's ridiculous. Right. But, um, well, so maybe one of the most, well, I won't say controversial, because apparently somehow, which I don't really understand it, having a black stormtrooper is controversial uh, on some websites, which I've not... I've not I've not been able to fathom how, but whatever. But maybe slightly less controversial, in finger quotes, yes. is the um, the Sith Lord that we see, or at least I'm assuming Not it's so much the Sith Lord as his lightsaber. Well, yes. Or her lightsaber. We don't know. Exactly. You Listen, know, there's a person in black that's got a lightsaber. We, we know, apparently, that there are, like, at least two environments... In a, and one is sort of like a, a, a snow area, which, you know, some people have even said, like, that could be just on the same planet. Like, maybe yeah, that's yeah. on, you know, the other side of it. But, but well, I, most people are. Miraculously, sort of, they go to a planet that has both both lakes, green mountains, and and snow. Yeah, it's, it's weird. There's, are it's there planets just, like that? No. No the, way. Um, 
but but you know a lot of people are saying like you know no it's got to be another you know it's, it's another planet because Tatooine is a just a desert planet and there wouldn't be anything ah whatever but the whole point is his blade like it's yeah. it's a very well the blade's not so much the issue well I, the I issue is, is the hilt I think there's a little bit to with the blade too you know a lot of people really called out the whole sort of it's it's like it's spark sparking it's kind of like yeah. it's it's giving off a more crackly sort of noise more and it it looks more unstable than previous blades yeah. now. Is that a design choice, but possibly? Like, maybe that's just, right. that's the way they're choosing to make him look. I kind of think... Or is it I, like a story thing? Like, this is like this is put together by somebody who doesn't, you know, have, he, the, 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 you know, the, the, the knowledge of, like, a well, Sith Lord or a Jedi from their Or partner. is it maybe using material, all, well, all they could come up with. They yeah. fucking MacGyvered it together. Right. And, and... Um, I, I will say that I I, I kind of dig that it, it looks it looks and the whole thing is it seems to have maybe even slightly longer throw to the to the blade yeah. but the hill like you said has the two extra lightsabers or yeah. exhaust ports almost or something like like there's 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 some but it does definitely give you like a kind of a claymore like a like an old yeah, yeah. Um, you know, fucking like a fucking two-handed broadsword, like a two-handed fucking broadsword, and and I, the thing I do love about it is, to me, it is absolutely like al- almost like beat for beat reminds me of the Darth Maul, uh, sort of the initial oh, yeah, time like, you first see him, and because you do, you see that, yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, fucking another cool, and you're like, oh my yeah, god, like, bladed lightsaber, you, 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 until the first time you see that, and granted, you can only. See it once for the first time. Yeah, I do like the new Corvettes. The yeah, they're not bad. Uh, the it, until you see it that first time, like that very split second where you see. Yeah, I'm going back to the uh, very first trailer for uh, Phantom Menace. Now, um, you see that first side of it come out, and granted, there's only like a millisecond before the back end comes out. But for like a millisecond, you're just like, oh, this is a pretty cool looking new, you know, bad guy here. Yeah. And then you see that that little extra, and you're like. What the fuck is he going to do with that? And, you're like, and, and it's just that little bit extra. It's like that lightsaber goes to 11. And and that's exactly what happens in this trailer. It's like that that you hear that, and then just like a split second later, it's yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's just that one thing. It's just like that cool that little beat. Punctuation. What do you think of it, though? Like, a lot of people are, are sort of like, that's ah, goofy or it's silly. And people showing, like, things that look like... Uh, What's that fucking uh, like, like a, a menorah? <laughs> like it looks like a fucking like you know fucking like eighteen different like oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah the yeah the yeah uh, the the candle yeah the, just people just showing basically like you know oh well so now now it's got three blades why don't we just put eighteen blades on it or whatever turn it into this army um, I, I don't know personally what, I, I have no issue with it at all I mean like I, I'm I'm so far I'm so far past like caring about things like at, at that detail yeah and like I I've seen so many you know things in trailers and stuff over the years now that. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you can't really judge this outside of the context of the film. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, but I mean, my initial thoughts was, oh, that, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, and it, and it kind of makes sense too. I mean, if you're going to have a sword fight, you know, there's a reason that swords have those hilts, you know, because they come in handy, you know, when you're, when you're deflecting somebody else's blade, well, it, it comes in handy for protecting your fucking hands. And people were saying like, you know, so, oh, well, it, it couldn't be I'm a hilt though, because it. it will just cut you or something or, and, and it would just, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, to me, it's such a silly sort of argument. Like, look, if fucking lightsabers were real, right? like you drop it, it goes through the planet. I mean, like, you know, yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's as sort of. 
it's as diabolical a weapon as it appears. If, if it can, you know, just kind of cut through anything. But the whole point is, it does when you when you strike one lightsaber with another, it does stop it. So I mean, like the you know, in 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 the world of Star Wars that we created. Yeah. So why would that you know hilt not be a perfect sort of defense for somebody striking and then you know it kind of sliding down the the blade? I, I thought it was a. To me, it was just a, a neat thing. Like it wasn't like a thing where I was just like. Oh my god, that's gonna, that's the fucking coolest idea I've ever seen. Or like, what? What is this? This is goofy. It was just like, yeah, like that. That was kind of cool. Um, but I mean, far, far more overshadowed by what would happen next. And yeah, you know, they closed the trailer the best way possible with, I think, the the ultimate symbol of all badass, of all that is badass in Star Wars. They closed with that really, really long follow shot of the Falcon. Again, Again, in atmosphere. Exactly, yeah. Apparently over Tatooine, dodging some straight-up motherfucking TIE fighters. And again, they, 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 that whole thing you talk about, sort of keeping things that we know, I mean, this is supposed to be 30 years in the future. Yeah. And, you know, I will say there's part of me that's like, okay, we're 30 years in the future, and we still have all the same sort of vehicles, but I have, you know, like we've seen with the X-Wing, slight tweaks to design, right. slight changes... The TIE Fighters, to be honest with you, even if I freeze-framed it, I couldn't really see any, any I couldn't see any difference. But, I mean, they, they go by pretty fast. Exactly. And and who's to say that they are just, you know, old stock? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are, well, and again, there are countries still using the Harrier from back in the 70s. That's exactly you know? right. And that's what I was going to say is, like, you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see what the context for this kind of old tech and how yeah. it's factoring in, you know, and how, how that works. It, it could be because the Empire is supposedly, we think, you know... On, on its heels or, or whatever, you know, that it would almost make sense that they are kind of almost like in the rebels position now. Like they, they maybe have the, they're, they're the ones resources. using the old Yankee tech. Exactly. Potentially maybe. Yeah. You know. Speaking of old Yankee tech, I got to tell you that I didn't catch it the first time I watched the trailer, but on a subsequent viewing and, and I, I called you and told you about this cause it was like my favorite thing in the whole world. But on a subsequent viewing that shot of the Falcon, I was sitting there looking at it and I was like, man, there's something not right about this. Like, like I'm done. Like there's just something just different. I'm like, like yeah. what? What is it that I'm seeing here that doesn't look right? And then it suddenly dawned on me that they had an aftermarket low-profile antenna dish where where Lando knocked off the original in Jedi. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! I, I will have to admit, I did not catch that in the in the trailer, but I had read somewhere like somebody did like a breakdown yep. of the trailer and uh, pointed it out. <laughs> and that was, it's it's a great. It's just a nice little nod. It's like you know, I have. We could have just replaced it with another of the same kind. Well, why, why would they do it, though? Oh, they'd get something, the new version of it. That's right. This is an old ship. They'll get the new low-profile version. That's right. They get, the, they get the version that doesn't get knocked off quite as easily. <laughs> no, that was it, that was... it was enough, like, nice little taste without giving you really anything. Like like I said, yeah, I mean, as as a week story, later, I'm actually kind of looking at it like, eh. It, it, did not, it did not invoke the same emotion in me as the episode one trailer did, if, if I'm honest. Like, we were, yeah. we were talking about this back when... But I think we're also kind of gun-shy because of episode well, one, yeah. Yeah, not the trailer, no, the movie. Absolutely. The, the, the trailers, like, even... Because they had, like, a bunch of different ones. They had, like, the little uh, individual character trailers yeah, where they, they did those. Kind of and they did all kinds of ones for episode one. It, and we were so starved for Star Wars stuff at that point. I mean, you know, yeah. at that point, we hadn't had anything theoretically really new since 83. You know, and uh, I mean, oh, the Ewok movies come on since '83, like when <laughs> Jedi came out. Um, Stop besmirching the Endorians. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember watching the trailer. We talked about it, how they like oh, they yeah. they 
you know, premiered it, I think, the night before it played in theaters on, like, some, like, fucking Entertainment Tonight or something crazy. Yeah. And then, like, fucking everybody. Like, you could not, for, like, that, for, for like, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday time frame, you could not turn on anything, whether it was, like, E! News, the, the fucking, like, nightly, you know, local oh, yeah. news, fucking... Anything MTV. was shown that trailer. MTV, fucking Didn't we T- go into- TRL. Am I imagining this? Did, 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 did we say, like, oh, they should do this, or did they actually do this? Didn't we go into Circuit City, and they had it wired up playing on, on all the TVs in Circuit City? Am I imagining that? I don't... I think I think I, we burned a... Like, remember, that was when we were... I think we burned a deal, like, a VCD of it. Yeah. And, and gave it to Jaron, one of my buddies, at because I... That was, like, just before I started working there. Right. Because um, it was 99, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that was, like, the year before I started working at, at Circuit for seven years. And... Uh, but we were... I was, like, really, really tight with a lot of the guys there. So, I have a feeling we might have taken, taken some in there. I don't think they did it on their own. Um... But anyway. I, I, but anyway, um, it was there was something about that. Like one, I will say, I felt like the trailer was a better trailer. Like it just it hit these notes fast enough and showed so many different things and got got us so fucking pumped. I mean, like I, I mean to a to a. I mean, frantic level. Yes, I, I could not. I Frantic's watched that, the right word. I watched that trailer. Probably a hundred times. Easy, easy, easy. And and it just and it never really got old. Now that movie, the movie did not got hold up. The movie got old fast. It, well, you know, frankly, the movie the movie didn't get old that fast. You know, we watched it fucking a million damn times in the theater. But like once it got like on home video and you could like you you sort of like lost out on that energy of like seeing it in the theater. Yeah, it, it really it, it became very clear very quickly how. Uh, how, how rough it was but yeah. I still maintain that that trailer now granted that, that was a trailer it was like yeah. six months before the movie came out this is this is I think the a definition year. of a teaser yes um, the very definition of but, a teaser but um, I am I really didn't think we'd see this kind of footage this early to be honest with you and, I was and, surprised too I mean considering the fact that they just stopped shooting like six weeks ago or something like yeah. that I mean you know and, and it's not been that long and a significant portion of it was CG which that's usually right. that, isn't that usually like the last thing that gets finished Well, yeah, that's, I mean, or, or at least that thing takes sometimes the longest that's how it used to be I mean it used to be like you know all your visual effects stuff you know was really kind of backloaded at the end but I mean it takes so long these days and it's so complex that they start you basically got, I mean you gotta start you know, as soon as like your previs is pretty much locked in, and you know what the shots are, you pretty much going to start doing start it. Start there. Well, that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not that surprising, just in the context of, of modern sort of filmmaking yeah. strategies. But uh, yeah, I mean, I got to tell you that I you got you get down to the end of that trailer and you see the classic logo come up over the star field and it's kind of you know fading away from you the way that it will do. At the beginning of the film and everything, yeah. and I don't know, I, I I just sat there and I thought to myself, I, I was kind of of two minds. I was like, you know what? Um, on the one hand, I don't want to get burned again. You know, like I don't yeah. I don't want another Phantom Menace kind of like, oh, let's get really excited and then and then go watch a shitty Star Wars movie. I can't have any any more shitty Star Wars movies in my life. There's just no room for them. <laughs> but at the same time, I was sitting there kind of thinking, like, this is it. Like, like in the same way that you and I have always kind of talked about, like, you know, we didn't want the... Um, 
but like like you and I, are, I think we're pretty open to the idea of like a Matrix series reboot because we're like, man, like we, we don't want to leave it kind of, yeah, you know, we don't want to kind of like leave it on this down note, like you know where it was and uh, like the idea of it was kind of like that, like the way that I felt after Star Trek Five came out. I'm like, God, I hope they don't end with that one. You know, yeah. <laughs> like please come back and redeem yourselves. Yeah. You know. The, the way uh, like, I, like like you currently feel about the Indiana Jones franchise. Yes, exactly right, exactly right. But anyway, I was sitting there kind of thinking like this is it. Like this is how this is how the Star Wars you know you know franchise can redeem itself from, yeah. from the prequels. And then and, and I was I mean I was legitimately excited because I feel like I mean J.J. Abrams is easily the biggest fucking Star Wars fan on planet yeah. Earth, uh, who happens to also be. You know, one of the most successful filmmakers working today. Uh, there's a ton of filmmakers today that are uh, that, that are Star Wars fans. There are a ton of filmmakers that are talented, but I don't think there's any other filmmaker, you know, that has that voracious fandom for Star Wars that he does. And I mean, all you got to do is watch the first Star Trek reboot film to kind of get how big a Star Wars fan he is, because that's exactly what that fucking movie is. Yeah. Star Trek is just. Star Wars with, you know, the goddamn Enterprise and the golden red shirts. But anyway, that whole thing of just like, man, they got fucking J.J. Abrams to make a Star Wars movie. I'm I'm like, that's fucking perfect. I mean, that's just perfect. The thing, too, with with me is uh, Star Wars has always sort of been... It's sort of, in a way has gotten a pass on certain things because of what it gets so right. Yeah. Like, to be brutally honest with you, a lot of the actual telling of the story and direction and things like that, for the majority of the film films, like you look at them as a whole, it's not necessarily the greatest, to be brutally honest. It's just that, like, what does happen in them is so cool and the characters are so cool the storyline is so great, like the the scope is so great that it gets by. I think sometimes with maybe slightly less, um, le- less sound storytelling. Like like I, I feel like that's the one thing Abrams can really really bring. It's like I, I feel like this is going to be a good movie. Like I said, this very similar thing to when Star Trek came out. It's going to be a good movie. Even if you're not a Star Trek fan, yeah. If you're not a Star Trek fan, I feel like you can still watch the reboot and enjoy those. Totally. I feel like this will be a Star Wars movie similar to that. Although Star Wars, I think, has a maybe a more an easier time. I think it's a more of a pop, pop culture icon, and it's maybe slightly more uh, easily accessible to the average person than Star Trek, possibly. Yeah. But it's still a little niche, uh, you know, c- c- comparatively, right. you know, like for, for grandparents and parents and stuff like that. I feel like they would be able to watch this movie and still find it enjoyable. It's my feeling. That's that's my gut, you is know, that J.J. Abrams can do that. He can make a movie that works, that works on that, that level as well as, you know, d- does what it needs to for the, uh, the fans. I, I agree with that. And the other thing, the other thing that I'll say about that is, as a parent... It is very difficult for me to look at this trailer and to not and to not think about how old I was. Of course, I mean, you know, when the first film came out, I was I wasn't even born yet. It was May. I was born December that year. Um, but you know, the, the, like six months old when it came out. You know, the, the, but the, the the point is that you know I 
you know, Star Wars and I came into the world the exact same year. Yeah. And even though, even though in a sense that that you might have think that that made me too young for it, my parents obviously were into it because they got me the toys. You know, I got books. I listened to the radio play, the Star Wars radio drama. I listened to that all the time. And then, of course, when you know we got our VHS copy of the movies, that uh, you know, I mean, that was like my go-to as a child. But the point is that you know, I I grew up literally grew up on Star Wars. The first Christmas that I could really remember with clarity was Christmas of 1980 where my parents got me like every fucking thing from Empire Strikes Back uh, because I thought I was going to die and it was going to be my last Christmas on Earth. But the point is that, you know, I got a lot of Empire Strikes Back toys that year is my point. Um, but um, I cannot watch this trailer and not think about Zeely and, and just and kind of wonder... You know, is this going to be like, is this going to be her thing? Is this yeah. going to be the thing that she grows up with? And, you know, dare I hope that maybe Star Wars is something that she and I are going to have together. Like, you know, I'll have my trilogy, she'll have her trilogy, but we'll both love Star Wars. Like, you know, dare I hope that that might happen. And, you know, it does, like, it really, it really just kind of stirs things in me. And, and you know, like, I mean, like, as a parent, I'm like, well, I don't want to, like, make her like Star Wars or... Try sure, to force sure. her. I just want her to like what she likes, but God, it would be and, cool. And it is cool that you know, like you say, this this new franchise is coming out, you know, in, in a very similar manner, like time frame, and everything. Yeah. And, and it would be really cool if it if it is as magical. I I I will say, I I think to to hope that this is quite as magical as the original trilogy. I, I think that's a mistake. Well, it can't be I just, for us. It, well, it, it can't be for us, but maybe yeah, for her, for her generation, possibly. I, I, I sort of, I sort of feel like it, there's sort of those milestone moments for for anything. I mean, you know, yeah. Star Wars is a huge thing for us, as well as people that were born well before and well after it. Yeah, it it, it covered a larger scope. I don't know that anything will ever quite like it, it. It truly is like that magical thing. Well, I don't know right. that, but there was nothing. It didn't have as much competition back yeah, then. Exactly. There were no exactly. other movies being made like that these exactly. days. There's tons of movies being yeah. made like that. I I fear that your daughter will be into like sparkly vampires, <laughs> and then and you'll you'll God, really be not. you'll yeah. be really. I will impressed. be up shit creek without a paddle. <laughs> um, Anyway, you know, we're the, uh, one last thing I want to say on Star Wars. Yeah. Almost more excited, I say almost. Um, John Williams? No, 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 oh. no, no. Even even more so than J.J. Abrams doing one, which I do think is a great. I think it's a great choice. But no, Michael Bay. They got for for Episode Eight because Episode Eight's going to come out. I think it's like two years, two years after, so yeah, it'll be like seventeen. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's a difficult schedule for one guy to, you know, to do two movies back to back like that because sure. you got to kind of be in pre-production yeah. on one while the other's happening and yada yada yada. So J.J. Abrams isn't doing Episode Eight, but the guy they got to do Episode Eight, like I am, maybe even more excited about that than I am Abrams. Who, who's it? It's a director named Ryan Johnson. Who uh, directed one of my favorite one of my favorite movies ever, uh, a, f- a film called Brick, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Luke Haas, bunch of other bunch of other notable uh, notable people. He also directed Looper with okay. uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis recently. Okay, Ryan Johnson is like brilliant. I mean, he's like one of those guys that like I watch his movies and I'm like I'm fucking jealous of this man's imagination. 
Um, just the, the the approach that he takes with things, his the things that he focuses on in terms of like story and character and all that stuff. I'm just I, I am I'm in awe of this guy. I'm like man, this guy is so he's so fucking god. He's he's like the kind of filmmaker I wish I could be. You know? Yeah. Really, really, really. Uh, sharp dude, and the fact that he's gonna do a Star Wars movie, I'm just like, you got to be that, fucking kidding me! That, this is the greatest thing ever. That is really cool. It's something you know, just dude. To- why are you waiting? Fucking go- people are passing you on the right. <laughs> go. The uh, fucking people. The thing is how 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 I really do feel like what has ended up happening to the Star Wars franchise in the last few years with. You know, we talked about a day where, you know, basically being like depressed that Lucas was still like yes, not giving up the reins, like, literally I mean, depressed, literally depressed. But because basically, and I'll be honest with you, I, you know, you might have been slightly more optimistic than me, but I was just like, he's never going to give it up. He's never going to give this up until maybe when he dies, yeah. you know, and and then you know somebody will, you know, but but I, but I was like, look. Lucas seems like a guy to me that would have it like in his will. Like when I die, you have to burn all copies of the film right. or something. Um, Don't ever let anyone see the theatrical releases. Never again. Um, but you know, kind of, I felt like sort of out of nowhere, this deal with Disney. you know happened with Disney, and and I remember thinking like, okay, you know, uh, this this could be a really really good thing, and you know, there's there's rumor that Disney is going to re-release the original unaltered. Uh, although restored, original, although restored, restored yeah. but unaltered original yeah. film. Well, that's a, which I mean, it's just such a such a no brainer. It's like what everybody's been screaming for. But yet, I will say, it's been so long without it. I I am a little surprised it is still going to happen. Like you know, it, it's almost like okay, people have just accepted the the you know, the others. No, no, it's, no, that's one of the key things no. people have always going to come back to. They they really wanted the originals un, unaltered, other than to be yeah. you know restored and have them. Look well, as, as, as good as possible, and it's like it's like I, I what they are. It's like I always said. Um, well, it's like I said, like, like when we first talked about this, which was on an episode of Battle Cry, and we, we talked about this very thing, and I said, you know what? The thing is, from a financial standpoint, it makes no sense to not release a product that everyone in your demographic wants to buy. Yeah. It makes no sense not to do that. The only reason that Lucas didn't do it is because you know he's got you know this emotional. Uh, he's got this emotional thing wrapped up in it yeah. that uh, that Disney isn't going to have, and that that's good for us. And so the one thing, the one thing Disney is emotionally wrapped up in is money. That's exactly. And right. so and they're like, wait a minute, so we could just put that out and make like a make bajillion like dollars. And Lucasfilm's like, that's right, you sure can. All right, well, so we're uh, we are pulling into we're pulling the old Cinema parking lot, and we are going to run inside to do this because uh, we are running, we are running just a few minutes late. So anyway, we will talk to you on the other side.